guys, welcome to the. I'm the black Muslim girl. Have the chocolate, please. Well, you had said it Wednesday. The music bad. hasn't started, so we don't pass the castle. castle. You see, you went out there and you didn't you missed it. The gift has been opened and post pass is finished. But I just want the chocolate. <laughs> She doesn't get it, guys. Does I she? don't. I have no intentions of getting it. Okay. Guys, not playing past the castle. <laughs> you can have the last <laughs> one. Oh, it's really. You see, you're one of those. Oh, I shall. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you The last one, so I thought it was one. The last two. At least you said the last two. Yeah, so you encouraged it. Listen, listen. So that's what she's saying. You've done it again. At the end of the day, 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 at the end of that time of the year, everyone's just emotional. She wouldn't even listen, anyways. Even if I carried on playing the music, she would have still taken it and eaten it. Now it is. Yeah, you would have. I'm sure you stopped playing it. I still ate it. And I stopped. Oh, no, I mean, you didn't stop. No, I, I did stop. And then I, I started again because I clocked. I stopped. And, oh. then you, and then you just went, finish. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you wanted it to go back to you. Poor thing. No, I was going to make it go to Aisha. I just don't understand right. that you skipped. And it was so... I know. She was literally right. right next to me. She's like, trying to make a week that was already tough enough. Worse. I mean, I've got one block That's left. Right. What happened with oh, you? Oh, she's got a block. That's all right. Now you can put that in your mouth. Bang, bang in the block. What happened with you? It's just been a long week. It's just been stressful. Right. Look, stressful. Just... It's that time of year. Because I work at a university. Mm. So, like, you know, pressures, all that kind of stuff. So, it's a bit stressful. But, yeah, it is what it is, you know. We always have those, like, periods at work that get a bit... Mm, and it's crazy. gloomy as well. Daunting. Yeah, but you know what? I actually like this weather and I like this I time this of year. For yeah. me, I find, I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and I was, we were saying how actually like for us, and I found this especially this summer, I find summer quite stressful. I feel like I'm constantly trying to live up to a, um, the summer. expectation, halal girl summer, um, <laughs> the expectation of, um, 
what do you call it? That you're like you've got to be out and active and all during kind of summer stuff. and all and of that. Jazz. It, 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 it's like creates like a little bit of anxiety. Like I don't, I actually want to just be indoors. Like that's oh, a little, I like to be indoors. I like to just chill. But with summer, I feel like oh my gosh, I have to be out. I have to be doing this. And then I'm on Instagram and I'm seeing everybody out and th- doing this. And I'm like, why am I even worried about the fact that people are doing this? Because mm. like at the end of the day, I'm cool with where I am. I feel like oh. with this weather, it's nice when you've got your scented candles. You've got your um, what's that thing called? Blanket. You've got you've got a laptop in front of you. You know when you've got the blanket Netflix. wrapped in front of you? Yeah. Were you watching what? Netflix? Sorry. Well, I'll put my on the spot right there. I'm actually watching The <laughs> Final Table. It's a cooking show. Very competitive. I'm watching Money Heist. And you're La Casa de Papel. La Casa de Papel. I'm watching Big Bang Theory. Ha, Sheldon. Ha. Background noise, basically. I'm watching Black Mirror. Your background noise. Am I? Yeah, you are. <laughs> is anyone else watching Black Mirror? <laughs> no one else is watching Black Mirror. I finished Black Mirror time ago. Did you see ago. what she did? I season five. I finished season five time ago. No, there's a new season. What do you mean there's a new season? What, that came what, out a while what, ago. That came out ages ago. That came out in the summer. Wait, and what's his name, Dyes? No, no, the no. The one with striking vipers. I'm talking about the, yeah. Yeah, that came out That's old. What are you up to? What are you up to? What are you up to? Do you guys really want to spoil it for her? Yeah, I've had a meltdown. I've watched them all actually. Like the Miley Cyrus episode. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that came out. Yeah, that was ages ago. Okay, well, right. Did you not hear her earlier? She was like, "Oh, have you watched Black Mirror?" And I was like, "That came out already." Yeah, that was that was early summer. Summer was like a couple months ago. That was that was ages ago. Do you know what? I I just like opening the curtains and seeing the sun. No, I love I like summer in that respect, but I just feel like I am more at ease in the winter months. I For me personally, I, I just prefer winter fashion. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The fashion, yeah. autumn fashion. Yeah. yeah. I like knowing that. What fashion do you prefer, Naya? Your drip is all seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you got like a burgundy. You know. Do you have a colour scheme? <clears throat> was it black? Or you know, yeah. No grey areas. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know when you you have to keep quiet, yeah, because you're in someone's mother's house, yeah. <laughs> what? I was going the way I was going to get onto this girl, yeah. But I said, you know what? Fifty shades of grey. I'm not that kind of person. Drown me because I feel like there's a gap here in Muslim psychologists. Mm that can incorporate, obviously, the psychological side of things and the Islamic mm. side My of things. My therapist yeah. that I actually pay for, that's not from NHS, is exactly what you've just described. Seriously. And is it? is the us? best thing that has ever happened to mm. my life. So he's an imam. Well, no, he's, I mean, he's not an imam. He's a sheikh. But he's mm-hmm. got um, a psychology degree. Oh, um, he's sick. got a psychology... If I remember correctly, I think he's even got a PhD in psychology oh, as well. Really? So when he, when you have your sessions with him, it's not um, <clears throat> Quran, Quran, Hadith, yeah, Quran, Hadith, yeah. Quran, Hadith. There's nothing wrong with that. But if we're being honest, we need more than that. So he actually does talk you through things from the psychological aspect. Yeah. And then what I love about him is he will use Quran and Hadith to back up so good. what he said. Amazing. And that's really exactly, good. like, it's wicked. So you can go yeah. to him. He's black as well. Wow. Cherry I on love top. him. Cherry on top. He's Eritrean, if I remember correctly. He's such oh, a beautiful east, chef. Um, I get yeah, see, I'm trying to find, because I really want a therapist, you know. No, no, no. So I, I need feel to like, I feel like therapy is the best thing anyone mm, can I do for themselves. I don't believe in growth without therapy. 
Definitely. I don't think it's a thing. Would yeah. you get like marriage therapy with you and your partner, even though there's no problems, nothing? Would you still do therapy? I would do together? that. Yeah, I think yeah, I, would I would do marriage counselling I don't, before. Yeah, before, yeah. yeah. I think before and even during, because you need yeah. to remember at the end of the day, you're still very much two different people. Yeah, exactly. Your thought process is completely different. And with therapy, you're basically just allowing someone to kind of run through your thoughts and mm-hmm. make you see things that you wouldn't necessarily see. Mm-hmm. I think therapy is... I actually... I will put my, my life on therapy. I feel like everyone mm-hmm. needs therapy because everyone is walking trauma. Every single soul yeah. is walking trauma. And it's so sad how people just live life and just live mm-hmm. with trauma. And, and the saddest thing is, a lot of the time... The trauma that people live through sometimes ain't even theirs. Just yeah, take it from true. their parents. Yes, take yeah, them. like it's passed on. It's passed on trauma that you There's live generational with. Trauma. Generational trauma, yeah, and then it goes on to affect how you are with your kids, and then mm. boom, 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 and it just the cycle just continues. Like I don't feel like you need to have a mental disorder in order for you to um feel like you should mm. get you should have therapy. I think it's it's wicked. I've got a therapist and I've got a counselor and I've got a life coach. Yeah, a lot of people don't know the difference between mental health and a disorder. So, I think we need to clarify that for people. Go yeah. for it, Aish. Go yes. for it, Aish. Aish, Aish, Aish came prepared. Aish on the decks. <coughs> wow. Clearing throat and ting. <coughs> DJ <coughs> I like that. <laughs> that was awesome. a little bit of Aish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? Okay. Lock your phone, please. My phone is frozen. Okay. Your phone's frozen. My phone is, is frozen. Samsung? What do you want? No, the definition? Frozen. I think you should do the, you should do the definition of mental health okay. as well. So, <coughs> the defi- can, Madame, they can hear you. Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. The definition of mental health is a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. Is that like the Wikipedia definition? Yeah, that's the, that's the internet definition. Okay, what about the NHS, what about the NHS, yeah, yeah, the yeah, NHS yeah. definition of mental health is. Our health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we feel, think, how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. This is really important. I feel like a lot of mental health is to do with like how we handle stress. Oh no, no, like mental health issues. Basically, by definition, I'm an emotional wreck. That's basically oh, yeah, what it's so saying. <laughs> why, why, why would you say that? Well, not as much now, but back maybe like this time last year, like I was probably in a very different mind space. Mm. Like I was stressed to the point where it affected my physical health, as in like I was in hospital every other week. Oh, oh wow! So for me, it got to that point because I was oh, a I was overworking myself. B there was a lot of pressure around me. And when you're around people that are also stressed, mm. it just, it's like a bubble. Yeah. yeah. And it, like... Stress it is contagious. Yeah. yeah. It affects mm. everything you do. And as a Muslim, like, one thing it definitely affected was my my ability to just pray on time. Yeah. Like, I'd be so stressed that I'm almost, like, frozen. Mm. Like, I would hear the other <clears> and I'll see the notification on my phone. And my, in my head, I'm saying, like, okay, I need to get up, do what do, I need to pray. But my body just doesn't want to function. Uh. Like, it literally just doesn't doesn't want to walk, doesn't want to do nothing. Yeah, like that's time, so mad. It would take me like an hour just to talk myself to get out of bed. That is you know so what? mad. True, that is know? so mad. Because that's, that's, that's an actual yeah. thing. So that's is. why when people say, when I see thing. Muslims, like young Muslims online especially, and they're like, oh yeah, just read Quran, just read her, do this, I don't do believe that. in that. Pray. I understand that prayer does help because me going back on Dean, like, it did help. 
But when you're at that stage, you physically cannot move. You're not eating yeah. properly. You're not sleeping properly. You're not talking to people properly. And for me, I'm a bubbly person. So I went from being very extroverted to completely isolate myself. And I didn't know how to get out of that. So mm. if you can't even do that, what makes you think I can get up, clean myself, and then, you know, stand in front of Allah and have a clear head to pray to him? Like, if mm. I can't even do basic functions, like brushing my teeth felt like a chore, getting up, putting clothes on felt mm. like a chore, mm. having a shower felt like a chore, what would not make you think that praying also felt like that? So that's why when people stay say stuff like, oh, just pray it away or just do But is that like, stress then? Because I all think of, that sounds really all concept, all, yeah, that, that sounds all, like, I'm not a doctor. Um, depression. Yeah, that, that, that actually, yeah, that is, that sounds like stuff that you... I feel like that's um, a consequence of me being stressed. No, the things yeah. that you've mentioned but no, but are... Um, result from stress. Do you think? Yes. Because yeah, I've never got it diagnosed. So what I was trying to say was the... As if she doesn't butt in Anyways. Continue. What I was trying to say... Continue. Was... Why should came with the attitude today? Okay, what I was trying to say, as I am actually in the hot seat. Oh, sorry, therapist. Um, I'm a, I didn't know there was a hot is seat. Is okay. that the? <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, sorry. <laughs> the, ooh, ooh. There's just too much tea in this room right now. <laughs> anyways, as I was saying, by the way, there's before no issue. They, just, um, Basically, everyone wants me to be the victim. It's all right. I can handle that. Sorry, Khadija, continue. When you are finished, please let me know. Oh, sorry, Auntie. Khadija, Thank you. As I was saying, Amina, the, um... Look, look. Come on, see. We don't have nothing to say. What's it called? What's the word I'm looking for, man? It was here, but it's just the escape. The symptoms that you've just explained are actually signs of depression. Oh, that's what yeah like a lot of the stuff like you know how you're saying like not wanting to brush your teeth not wanting to go shower and all of that kind of stuff that's not necessarily stress that's actually like um like signs Signs of depression depression. because it's affecting your day-to-day life I think oh, also, much. like, just based off something... I'm not, not space anymore, but I'm not, I'm not trying to diagnose or anything, because, like, I, I ain't no professional. I have a degree in French and German, by the way. Anyways. Um, Je parle français. Oui, un peu. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Anyways. Go on, baby. No, but I was, I was watching um, an interview with one of those... Um, Little Mix Girls. Oh, yeah. And she was talking about something... Um, no, no, not the girl. Not the one that came out recently. Oh. oh. <laughs> you mean... That's that was still sad. Yeah, yeah. It was another one with the... What's her name? The blonde one. She was talking about having, like, crippling anxiety. Mm. And what you've said as well sounded a bit like what she had as well. Like, uh, like crippling anxiety that she literally could not leave the house. If her mum left her, she'd be like, okay, so when are you coming back? Like, See, I need you me, to come back. I'm, again... I'm I understand. Her. But for me, it, like, it was just more like... one. I wasn't scared to go out or anything like that. I wasn't anxious or anything. It was just more fact that like, I was just, I was just overwhelmed. Mm. And but when I went out, the moment I went out, I'm around my friends. I, I, it's like You're I fine. put on a mask. Oh, okay. And I'm all bubbly and stuff. And then when I'm around people, I felt good again. Definitely and depression. Then I was, definitely, so, yeah, because, oh, definitely, yeah, because definitely. Yeah, what yeah. you need to understand is with depression, there are there diff- there's different levels to depression. See, I thought it was just there's, me being sad. There's mild depression. Then there's this middle one, and then I am guys. I'm not a doctor, by the way, so don't listen to anything I say. I'm just yeah, none of us actually. Yeah, I'm just talking about things that I know. And then there's severe depression. Like it starts off as um, it starts off like there's different functioning. I still because even though yeah, the funny thing is, a lot of people um 
there's a lot of people that have depression that don't know that they're depressed because they think that they're so not on tablets and oh, yeah, yeah. all of this kind of stuff, so they don't know that they're actually Because I was still working. I was still, I like, know. this time last year, I was banging all these opportunities. I, I looked like I was normal and functioning. Mm. And even though once I get over that little hurdle, it was just, it was just building up, building up. Well, and can I ask what was making you, do you know what was making you feel like that? Work stress and pressure from family. Mm. How did you then get out of it? Moving up. Moving out helped because I got pushed to so close to the edge mm-hmm. to the point when then w- that's when I realised like okay I have to do something. Yeah. I think then the opportunity of me getting a job outside of London mm-hmm. that kind of sparked something because okay. I felt like I can't I kept <clears throat> trying to cope with it and still meet other people's expectation because mm-hmm. I'm seen as that strong friend in my group. Mm-hmm. So everyone sees me as like oh you, you look like you have yeah. all your thing together like you like you've got your life together mm-hmm. but that was me just literally forcing myself into a routine but I literally felt like a zombie. Like in my head, I know like I need to do this, I need to do that. My my body just wasn't coordinating. I didn't realize it was depression. You know, what's interesting is that because as soon as you were talking about like how you felt, to me I was like, well, that that sounds like depression. But do you think that maybe part of why you didn't identify it as depression is like one because no one like actually diagnosed you as mm, depressed, probably. and two maybe because I I find this that I feel like the word. Um, the terms like, oh, I'm depressed. Yeah, and, and I, feel like I feel like they're buzzwords like, now. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's thrown around so much. Like, yeah. For me personally, like, for example, I'll use, like, um, people on, like, social media, for example, mm. like, some of these influencers, like, will talk about having anxiety. Yeah. And sometimes I watch these videos or these posts, read these posts, and I'm trying to figure out, okay, do you actually have proper, clin- like, diagnosed anxiety or is it just that you have moments that you're See, like, that's then, but then i also feel bad because i'm like okay you don't it doesn't necessarily because to me what you said was like i had depression i went through a depressed uh depressive See, I thought episode, just me being stressed and sad but it doesn't just because you weren't diagnosed as depressed doesn't mean that i should take it any less seriously mm. so i can't remember what my point was but it's, uh, i'm just trying to f- <laughs> it's all right so it's not that loud it's, it's fine, fine. I'm hoping um, it's not. It's not. It's fine. Um, where was I going with this? You'll say something about differentiating it, whether yeah. Like I'm just trying to figure out because I want every, I want us all to take it seriously when someone says I am depressed, I have anxiety, this, that, and the other. Mm. But how do we then differentiate between like the I am proper proper depressed. See, I can do that, and the. I'm just, I actually thought you were depressed. I thought second. I was just going through like a bad phase in my life. Depression never looks the same. See, that's the thing, because I was like, all of this is happening. No, but my iman has dropped. Mm. And I, but I'm still like, I'm thinking about God. I'm still achieving mm. things. I'm still functioning. I'm still going to work kind of thing. So I just felt like maybe I'm just sad. I think it just goes to show that we, some people don't actually know what the symptoms are of depression. We just see depression as uh, someone that's just sad, sad, yeah. basically. Really, really sad. But it's so weird because when other people are saying the same things that I was going through, I could never recognise yeah. it in them, but not yeah. in myself. But it's always easier, so isn't it, to recognise it in someone else than yourself. Yeah, because mm. I'm like, I'm not thinking about killing myself or anything. Yeah. So Do you know exactly? something that's interesting that I found out? I actually can't remember the statistics. I was reading about it the other day because I find this really interesting. But um, there's actually a high number of young children between 6 to 11 that are clinically depressed. Things are around like yeah. 9 now. Yeah. From what? But that's the question. And like, I feel like that's such a very typical African question. Not to get at you per no, se, no, 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 but no, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's the whole 
from what and I find that really, 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 you know really, what? really interesting. Me. I'm not gonna lie. And I'm sorry, I was just about to say the same thing because I remember when I was younger, I always used to be sad, but I didn't know why I was sad. And I just thought I'm sad. Mm. But I didn't know why I was sad. Like I just thought, okay, you're just a sad girl. But I had I didn't really have anything to be sad for. I had two mm. I had my mum and dad at home, I had my siblings around, we, yeah. we grew up very healthy and all of these kind of stuff. But I was always sad. Like if you go upstairs and ask my mum right now to tell uh, what was Khadija like when she was younger, the only word you'll hear is quiet. Even to this day, my mum's very surprised at the way I am. She's like, I can't believe you're like this because I don't even remember bringing you up. That's how quiet you were. And I remember being in, in, in primary school around year six and I'd come home, I'd go to bed and I'd just be crying to sleep. But there was nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't really tell you what it yeah. was. Year seven to about, yeah, I think whole of secondary school as well. I remember I used to be a very, very sad girl. And I mean BBM black um black oh, wow. dp dot 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 as your status because you don't want to talk to anyone type <laughs> side like do not disturb don't ping and all of this kind of stuff and all of these little um um the world is so cold my heart is shattered type of quotes i used to love them but i never really understood why like i'm only what 14 13 what on earth has the like what on earth has the world showed me that i'm very that i'm very very sad to the extent that I'm coming home every day and I'm going to sleep crying and it wasn't until I actually started studying stuff and I started reading deep and I started therapy and all of this kind of stuff that I deeped all those years I wasn't sad (laughs) that wasn't sadness do you know what I mean that wasn't just I wanted a sweet and my mum didn't get it for me I'm sad that was something completely different and because it was untreated for so long it then turned into anxiety. Because now I, I still do have really, really bad anxiety, like panic, panic attack anxiety. Like I can think of something and I'll just have a panic attack. Literally, mm-hmm. literally, like, I had to leave my last... I left my last job because I had a panic attack. Because I thought about everything that I needed to do. And then, boom, I literally... I, was, I remember this day, I was sitting on my mum's bed, I read the email, and within five minutes, the ambulance were here. I blanked out and I had a... My, my anxiety is... Sorry, guys. Laughing is my coping mechanism. But um, I think it's just very interesting how, like, depression, anxiety, and all of these mental disorders, they don't actually look the same. And I feel like that's where we go wrong because we feel like because it looks like A, B, C for one person, if it doesn't look like that for us, then we don't have it when it's not... That's not necessarily the case. We're all different people. We all react to certain things differently sort of thing. So I feel like it's important for us to understand that these things don't actually look Mm. the same in everyone's eye we get diagnosed the same but mm. the way the way we go about it like the way i would probably the way i probably went through my depression phase is probably completely different to how you went through your depression i don't phase. even know if i went through it like i just felt like it just felt like another phase but that's that's the thing a lot of the time you do think it's just a phase until you kind of start reflecting mm. and you're doing more research and all of this kind of stuff and you think oh you know what maybe i actually did have very mild depression because that's how it started for me i, I got fed up of being sad I literally got very fed up with being yeah. sad. And I was thinking, this this, this just does not make no sense whatsoever. Why the hell am I always sad? Like, and this is not sadness. Do you know what I mean? There's, it's just heavy and empty at the same time. Do you know what time. I mean? There's a difference between being sad. Like, you know, everyone can get sad. You're sad, you wake up the mm. next morning and you're feeling good. But mine was, 
I'm going bedside and I'm waking up thinking, legit thinking, oh my days, you made it alive. Flipping hell, yeah. Khadija. That's exactly what was going through my mind whenever I wake up. Like, like yeah, Allah, like, <laughs> like, again? <laughs> again, like, you really woke me up. Like, you know what I want. You, you're not really giving me what I'm asking for. What's going on, it's man? so much. Like, and then I deeped it. I was like thinking, yo, Khadija, this is not, this is not sadness. And then I did that test that Anaya talked about. What's the um, test? The one on the NHS website. So you can check um, if you have some sort of mental health diagnosis. Yeah. So you just go on the website, do a self-assessment. That's how I found out that I have depression. And mine, yeah, it shows, like, it's like depression and anxiety one that I took. So it's like a scale. So, like, depression's yeah. on the left, anxiety's on the right. And when I say it was all the way to yeah. depression, whoa, like... I'm intrigued now because I then, just felt like I was yeah. functioning. I'm functioning as normal. Like, obviously, I can feel it within myself, but no one would be able to... No one clocked. No, but this is the thing that we forget, though, with mental health. Everyone has mental health. Mm. Yeah? yeah? There's something that can happen in your life... Yeah. ...that can make it deteriorate. Yeah. So you were describing things that you were going through your life at that time mm. that's caused your mental health to be altered. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? But so, I just felt numb to it because, like, you see how when you're younger and you feel these ways... I used, I used sport to distract me, mm. but then at the same time, when I think about why kids are so sad, this and that, I'm the eldest daughter in a Somali household. Mm. So for me, my, what is defined as a childhood didn't really apply yeah. to me. Mm. Like, mm. I grew up basically being a third parent. So mm. I was just used to taking on responsibility, okay. yeah, dealing yeah. with this. I was the friend that people would vent to. Mm. So I think I was taking on all of that. Of and then mm. I just felt like, oh, because I've already provided for my family at a young age and mm. I'm seen as the one that's got it all together. I just yeah. felt like this is just you another phase. Yeah, you thought it was normal, wasn't it? Yeah, I just yeah, thought it was yeah. another phase to overcome. And then I, the only time where I felt like I had clarity is like when I was going to after school club with badminton, athletics oh, or something. That was yeah. the only time. That's, 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 that's because that's yeah. the only time where I felt like a kid. That's because mm. you've, you've allowed yourself to see yourself from other people's perspective. But I didn't know how else so, to do because, it. Like, there's so you see how you said that no you're I think she be... just made it a norm she just thought that's it what was I'm saying normal. yeah because you see yeah. how you're saying that you're the friend that everyone comes to yeah Th- I'm still like that till this day so, so I was saying, always yeah. the friend that if you had any issues let's go to Khadija so subconsciously I've I kind of built this kind of socialized yourself yeah you? like kind of built this oh like I don't need to go to anyone everyone comes yeah. to me sort of thing and then you start thinking that it's normal and then I start questioning oh how come I don't have anyone to go to, but yeah, everyone starts oh coming to me? Goodness. You start questioning that, but it's because for so long, I oh thought goodness. it's normal for everyone to come to me. Do you get what I mean? Even in my household, my mum, my dad, yeah. my brothers, everyone comes to me. Kay, Khadija, no, 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 no. And because I allowed it to happen for so long, you think it's normal yeah. until you kind of snap out of it and you're like, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Why am I carrying baggage that's not necessarily mine? And a lot of the time we're feeling sad because... Sometimes the sadness doesn't even come from us, but it comes from because we're busy carrying other people's baggage because yeah. we think it's normal. We think, oh yeah, everyone comes to me naturally. I'm the mature anyway. one. I'm mature. Yeah. And, 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 and it's sad because what what happened with me is I had to kind of learn how to... So what I've started doing is I've like... I used to be so accessible to people. Oh, you need oh. my help? Cool. Message me. I'm going to reply to you. We're going to get through yeah. this. And I, yeah, I've got you. I've got you. I've got you. Until I realised that, hold on a minute, you can't really give what you don't have. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I can't try and help you and, and sort out your situations when deep down inside, I know I'm bloody rotten. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. So what I've learnt to kind of do is make sure the amount of nutrient that I'm giving out, I'm getting back. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to 
learn where you're going to get it back from. And you, sometimes it's not even your friends that you get it back from. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Do you know what I mean? Like, the same friends that come to you, sometimes you can't go to them. And that's just how life goes. See, I've, I've come, like, since I moved out, because when you move out and you live alone almost, mm. like... You really you become face to face to who you are. 100%. Like I really you become face to face with life. Yeah, mm. because yeah. You, like there's things about yourself that you can't run away from anymore. Mm. And I've just realized like, okay, I understand people are not gonna give back what I give them, but just because of the kind of person I am, like I've stopped seeing that as a weakness. Hundred mm. percent. Because I've stopped seeing it as a weakness, it's more like I'm okay giving back to people. Mm. I just need to know when to stop. When to stop. Yeah. That's my only issue. When to stop and who to give. Yeah. And I yeah. think physically, because also, you've got to, I've got to understand that also my parents, I think, played a big role. Because even though they're both present, when you're the eldest, they literally relied on you. Mm. First generation, they've come here. They need your help from young. Mm. And I, I made that so normal for myself and I've just taken on, taken on. Because, again, this is where the Dean thing comes in. Because, like, on one hand, you want to provide for your parents, you know, jannas of your mother's feet and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But on the other hand, you don't even know how to look after yourself. Mm. And it's like, how do I balance that mm. without feeling like I'm disobeying the dean? I feel like know? what we need to do is educate ourselves. I feel like mental health is something that really needs to be mm. taught in schools mm. as and well. And to our parents. You know and to our parents as well. Like, and I mean, Because, you know, like, before, before I get into anything else, like, would you not be able to name, like, what are the main, like, mental health disorders that you guys are aware of depression and anxiety bipolar. depression that anxiety bipolar, bipolar schizophrenia, schizophrenia okay i've heard of those um, ones. OCD. disorder i know those ones if you name drop them i can uh, recognize it but what's that oh no we said oh yeah we said the thing yeah, is yeah. i did an, i did like a mental health we training that is that anorexia is one as well oh wow you know oh, yeah. yeah and there's one that i learned today actually my friend taught me this one and i've come across someone like this before because my ex-husband is this. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. It's a narcissist. People oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. People that are narcissists. That. 100% yeah. not It's that a personality one. disorder. You yeah. know that? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Obviously, sometimes it's a behavioural thing, but it's a mental thing. Like, mm. and it's like, wow. Do you get what I'm saying? Because you see narcissists, yeah? Deep down, even though they try to portray that they're this great person or whatever... Deep down, they're very, very insecure. Very, Easily very, offended. Very, 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 very you know? insecure, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So I just feel like maybe that's that's the thing. One of the biggest problems is we don't actually have enough knowledge on it. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And I think, I think, I think, I think from yeah, a, yeah, you um, see, you didn't even know. From an Islamic perspective yeah. as well, I think it's yeah. very, very, very important that we educate ourselves on mental health issues from an Islamic perspective. Yeah. And I remember having to have this discussion with my mum and dad because um, they always saw me as the the golden child. Yeah. Like, oh, Khadija, she's, 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 like, my dad always says it, the apple of my eye. Anything wrong with her, then my whole life has fallen apart. Yeah. And all of this kind of stuff. And there was a period, so not last year, but the year before the last, where I literally, like you, from such a bubbly character in the house, I was coming home, going in straight into my room, waking up, leaving the house, coming home. I wasn't talking to anyone. And because I'm such a bubbly character, when I'm like that, it's very obvious that there's something wrong. Mm. So my mum and dad were like, what's wrong, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, nothing, 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 nothing. Because I was scared to tell them that oh, I've actually been to the doctor. Are your parents like and... affectionate and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. So I grew up on a lot of love. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot. That's one thing I, I have to respect my mum and dad for. Like, they, they showed us love. Like, my mum didn't... That's very important, um, That's rare. My mum didn't get a, a job because she wanted... She didn't want us to go to nanny and all of that kind of stuff. Mm. So she was like, I'm going to I'm gonna basically create my own career. 
just so my kids are like my mum doesn't travel so she's like my mum and dad showed us love real love but then it doesn't take away from the fact that a lot of things happened that they didn't necessarily understand and I still had to explain it uh, kind of explain it to them and I remember having this discussion with them and I was like oh I've been to the um I've been to the doctors and everything and I need to see a therapist and da, 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 da. and you know how African parents are instantly depressed or what mm. why are you depressed what problem do you have yeah. you have roof you have food and I had to sit them down like no, no that's not how it works I don't yeah. like roof and food is not really curing this yeah. depression right now love you get it it's because they don't believe they, depression yeah, they don't. they don't believe yeah. it exists and they don't believe that you can have it at such a young age and for me, it was, I had to go back to my favourite Sora, I think it's, if I remember correctly, I think it's Sora Wadduha, when, um, I don't remember the ayahs, I, I remember them, I just don't remember it word for word in English. What, in Namal Osiris Surah? No, it's the one where they talk, I think it's the first few hours when, um, when Wadduha it says, he opened up your chest by the night and by the day, oh. My days, I really wish I remembered this off by heart, man. If you know I'm gonna what search, talking about. I'm going to search it up. Um, See, it's the Sora that actually talks about... Um, no, this is... Yeah, this Sora was revealed to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he was depressed. Yeah. Because uh, he didn't hear... I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's Wadduha. And yeah, and yeah, it, and this... It was revealed to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he was depressed. And this is the surah that I completely, I, I live by it. I literally live by it. And I find it really irritating when we come to the, like, when we come to the Muslim community and all of a sudden everyone is just like, oh, you're not praying enough or you're not reading Quran enough or you're not doing this enough. Okay, but, gee. Who was it that cried the, until like, they got blind? Do you know what I mean? Like, Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he never missed the salah. father or something like that. It was Yusuf's yeah, 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 father. Yeah. father, yeah. He cried and Do you know what I mean? Like, Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he never missed the salah. He was definitely prayerful. He still felt depressed. So, who are you to turn around he and tell me? He felt depressed because he didn't hear from Allah for exactly. so long. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Gap in the he thought Allah must have been upset with him. Yeah, exactly. Like but it still, it still, goes, it still yeah. goes back to the point that he was depressed. Exactly. The cause, okay, we know what the cause is, but the fundamental fact is he was depressed. Mm. So if Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam can be depressed, who are you to come and tell me that yeah. it's because I'm not reading enough Quran or I'm not I'm not praying enough. That's why I'm not depressed. That's why and I'm depressed. Need health to be able I, to yeah, do I don't that. I don't think it's a um I don't think it's a logical thing to say that because mm. someone's not praying or because they're not reading Quran, that's the cause of their that's the cause of their depression. I don't think there's anything logical about mental health. Problems, no. to be honest. To be, yeah, so, to be honest. Yeah, it's yeah. complex. Yeah. It's complex. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Do you have any phobias? Phobias? Mm. Just out of curiosity. No. You're not scared of anything. Your question? Definitely wasn't my question, but I just want to know if you're scared I mean, of anything. I mean, I have things that I'm scared of, but it's not like. Yeah, I, what would be. I don't have would like phobia a phobia be like. I don't have anything. Something you're really. Like me, I honestely believe I have arachnophobia. Spiders. Oh, oh is it? Listen. If I you, found the Sora, guys. So yeah. yeah, I'm the kind of person like if you put like if like someone gave me this scenario yeah and was like, what if you like had a child yeah? Whoever had a child and there was a spider next to the baby, I was like, baby getting left. Like, oh my God. <laughs> straight like I'll call my husband, I'll be like, listen, deal with it because Hamdulillah my that, husband is getting spiders in it. 
Well, I th- I'm scared, but, but not that. Yeah. No, 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 guys. It's on another. Le- my fear of spiders is on a. She whole... said she'll leave her baby. I'll leave the baby, brethren. <laughs> I don't think I've got a phobia. I think, I'm, no, I think I'm, there's things I'm scared of, but yeah. not to that point. Wait, so, so, comes to wait, so there's nothing you lot can think of that you actually really not really that I know. I don't want God to try me. Oh no, I've got. I've, I don't know. Okay, if it's a no, phobia, okay. Though, it, but it, you it know doesn't have to be something that makes you really scared, but something that makes you uneasy. You know the yeah, yeah there's, there's a name it's, for that, you know. Typophobia or something oh, like that. Yeah, I'm, even, I'm even thinking of it and it's making me like, Really? It feels weird. Like, why, why are you bending and twisting your body like? Just thinking of it, it makes weird. me like, itch. Yeah, like, you, should, you should have never mentioned itchy. that. That. Right. So this leads on to my question. Oh, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, I wish I never started thinking of that because now I'm looking at your flame and it's got, oh, wallahi, that thing irritates. That thing. Yeah, that thing. Irritating. I actually know someone that has a phobia of those holes. They're like, oh my, like, they literally like, I wonder what causes it. It's just your mind. It's mad because I'm like, it's, remember, it's so sometimes mad. Sometimes mental health is like a chemical imbalance. It is, oh, yeah. It is. It's yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So it, that's probably... Ah, uh, uh, Khadija. Right, so what's Sorry. Your, go, let's skip to your question. Okay, yeah. right, guys. So I've got a question to ask you guys in regards to phobia. So we know that a phobia is a mental disorder, right? Mm-hmm. Mental disorder, mental illness. I don't know what word I'm going to use, but... One both, of them ones. They're both in the dictionary. Yeah. So, would you consider Islamophobia as a form of mental health? Yeah. I don't say because the people are crazy, because you just think they're crazy because they don't like Islam, yeah? But people that have Islamophobia, would you consider them to have mental health? I wouldn't. I don't no. think. Would you say the I same wouldn't. thing for if someone um, was homophobic? Um, it depends on how that person no. makes you feel. I don't... I think cause it's in my m- opinion because for me no actually I'll say my piece after yeah because I've actually asked you lot the question in it so There's I, thought, go I on. think for yeah. me because it's more of a societal conditioning yeah, a conditioning yeah that's why I wouldn't call it a phobia because it's because it's not a because you just said you know a phobia is like a chemical imbalance like phobias are a chemical imbalance mm-hmm. to me Islamophobia isn't anything to do with the science in our body or whatever it's to do with you know how we've been conditioned in society what people are saying what you're being fed with yeah i just don't think you can put it to the same it's not on the same level same level as something that is sort of like psych not psychological like um you can explain it using science because something to do with your biology Mm. whereas islamophobia it's like because things they could change tomorrow they could change tomorrow based and on like you, other yeah. And like, if you put them in an environment where they don't have the chance to even, but, but they may never change. No, but that's something that you're. That's more because you're not born racist. You're not born Islamic. The thing is, yeah, phobia derives from anxiety. So, but the thing is, we're not bring them. A lot of these people that are Islamophobic, it's not that when they see a Muslim, they're suddenly no like. And it's not. Oh, oh no 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 no! Believe me, I have made someone do that. I have seen someone and they've literally shooken up to the point where they but are shaking. making them shake? It's what they're... they're because they're, they're, they're scared of me. But that's something that they've been conditioned to think. Yeah, some people, they may be conditioned to that, but at the end of the, at the, end of the day, it's still... I'm, I'm watching someone literally start panicking because so they're then, seeing me. Oh, are wow. you what, saying... What that? about children? Children that don't even know what Islam is and they see me and they get really scared. But who taught them? No, 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 no. It's not about teaching. It's what they see. But kids yeah, are innocent. I think, I think it's interesting though because it, I think it's two at, ways. At, at, mm. at the end of the day, it still kind of links back to what's going on in, in your here. head. It's yeah. about what's that's, in there. That's, that's, that's psychological. Yeah, it's still yeah. very True. psychological. That's yeah. why I find. That's why I think it's very, very interesting. So, mm. like, you're right. I think it can go two ways because if we're being honest, it mm. kind of does go back to what, what, 
what's going on in their in their psych. Yeah. Because it could be, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. Yeah, it is what's going on in their psyche. It could be a social thing, and it. it could be a thing where it's influenced by. I understand you don't like it. I, I get know. it. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't think like. I don't no, think but it. the thing is, we need to look at it from both. <laughs> no, but we need to look at it from <laughs> both sides, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. That's why I said I get it. Because it could be a social thing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Where okay, they're influenced by the media, whatever, or it can actually legit be an actual phobia where this person's mm. actually just. They might not even be just. Nah, do you know what? I think it would make sense if we say it's a social thing that affects their psychology yeah i think i think i no 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 no, no. but no no i'm talking about that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about clean cut phobia like actually being scared mental health and i'm talking about someone who you'd say oh this person's an islamophobic because they're throwing racial slurs or whatever the problem you get what i'm saying the term because then yeah maybe yeah because yeah i don't think islamophobia actually covers what it actually, it actually, it actually is. is. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I like that. I don't think, I don't, yeah. yeah. It's too broad. Like, exactly. Yeah. Encompassing, like. Exactly. Because like you were saying about homophobia. Because I think the same. With- just because it's, someone that's um, actually a homosexual, I could say, okay, my religion doesn't agree with your way of life. That doesn't make you homophobic. No, but to them that does. But I don't think it does. No, no, but to but, them. No, but to them. No, to you it doesn't, but to but them it does. For me, that whole phrase doesn't make sense. Because if someone says, I'm gay, I don't agree. That doesn't make sense. That's like me saying, I'm Muslim, and someone says, I don't agree. So for me, the whole question doesn't make sense. No, 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 no. That's no. why I wouldn't apply it. No, 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 for, no. The reason why I'm applying it is because our religion tells us it's something that we don't agree with. Do you get what I'm saying? I think we and, need and, the acts and, that encompass it. We don't homosexuality, agree. we don't agree with it as Muslims. The act of homosexuality <laughs> is a sin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. Sorry, Muslims as a whole. Sorry, I'm, okay. I'm just remembering the conversation that we were having in the car oh, last time. The same conversation. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's again. again. It's no. Same conversation. I just need to clarify this because I don't want anyone to miss it. I want. I want to tell you what I'm actually trying to say. Okay. Okay. So the way I see it, yeah, I know what Islam says about homosexuality in terms yeah. of gay marriage, mm-hmm. all of that things. There, I know that you knowing that you're attracted to the same sex. That bit is not the sin. The sin is when yeah, you're acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to differentiate. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, but I'm, said no, that's what I said. Yeah, but I'm basically just trying to say, as Muslims, it's not something that we agree on homosexuality as a whole, right? Okay. So for us to be like, okay, but someone that's actually a homosexual, they'll be like, oh, well, you're homophobic. But to me, I'm not scared of you. You don't intimidate me. Girl, you don't make me feel type of way. So maybe <laughs> no, 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 but, it's a, but we're talking about the no, phobia yeah, 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 yeah. aspect of it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just oh, like, okay, okay. do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm just like, but I'm not. So that means it's these terms, the way they're I mean, being exactly. Terms, so the way they're being used is. It I got correct? a question. Um, my question is not to do with phobias or anything as such. I was speaking to my friend the other day. Do you not think iman and spirituality are the same thing? Yes and no. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. Because because a man is to like do your faith. Gonna... Yeah. But okay. in Islam, Basically. your faith encompasses your your way of life, your character, the discipline that comes with it. The spirituality is more like the connection you have with Allah. Because I find it very interesting do we, do we, when sorry, people say, was, do, we think do you think thing? iman and spirituality are the same thing? Because I find it interesting because when people say stuff oh. like, my iman is low. Then I, spirit, think I believe that if your iman is low, then you, I believe your spirituality. Yeah, but, yeah, but my, 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 my question is, is iman... Are they the same thing, or is iman and spirituality the same thing, or are they two are they two separate 
entities out of being a of being a Muslim. I kind of took them as I think they're the same. The same. Thing. I kind of took them as one. I think they're linked, but yeah. the spirituality bit is like for humans to be spiritual. We believe that we have a soul. We believe in a higher being. Yeah. Whatever you might call it, mm. you still believe there's something more. I think. More I think. I think Iman is the. Uh, that's the structure and the framework. Yeah, I think Iman is the structure and the framework, and then spirituality is the action Reason. that fulfill that fulfills. The, it needs to feed that each other. The Iman. That's, that's what, what I think it is. Because I don't agree, you know. I think so because Salat is a form of spirituality. And the, the faith bit comes in in the routine and what you have to say. So That's I think I Iman think. is the structure, is, is the thing that we need. We need to have Iman. Like, yeah. there's, there's no Muslim yeah. without Iman. There's no Iman without the Muslim. We need mm. Iman. Yeah. Spirituality is the act that gets the Iman pumping. I need to Google what so spirituality that, is. So yeah, I feel like I'm it's, lost. It's, it's interesting. Like spirituality is the intention bit. I think Islamic so, yeah, because it's, it's, it's interesting because I feel like we even need to speak about what is spirituality in Islam. Because when I was speaking to my friend the other day and I asked him, what does spirituality mean to you? And he goes, you know what? I can't really... Define it. I, I will read that his answer, actually. But he was like... Um, so do you think when you're struggling with mental health, does it affect the spirituality first or the, the iman bit? Or both at the same time? I believe if you're struggling time. with your mental health, it can affect all aspects of your religion. 100%. And it's even mentioned in the Quran as well that the pen's lifted for free people. So it's lifted for the person, the, the, ba- the child. Mm-hmm. It's lifted for the person that's sleeping until they wake up. And for the insane person until they gain back sanity. So Islam even covers mental health mm. in so what, that aspect. What, in that aspect, what would you think would be insane? Like, what's classed as insane? Someone who's diagnosed with depression, or I don't think you need a diagnosis because Allah is the all knower of everything. Yeah. So Allah knows mm. what's going mm. on with you. Mm. So if your someone has to tell you that you're going through a bad, yeah, for it to be validated within Allah. Yeah, yeah. So which yeah. bit of that is the spiritual? Which bit of that is the faith? Iman bit. Because I just feel like there's a thing to change. Like, it's interlinked. I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's kind of just interlinked. Like you can't this. have one without the other. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You can't have yeah, one without the other. Yeah, I just feel like one. if you don't have Iman, then you don't have spirituality at all. Because in Islam, Iman is built of six things, remember? Yeah. yeah. You know, the believe in Allah, man, yeah, yeah. books, uh, messengers, mm-hmm. angels, yeah. etc. It encompasses the higher mm-hmm. spiritual yeah. being. Yeah. I've just seen them as inter- like really, really interlinked. So, like, yeah. like, separating them is not really The reason why it's interesting but it's quite people say I'm not religious I'm spiritual yeah that's why it's really that's why it's really interesting I think that's why I've always kind of struggled a little bit with that term Mm. spirituality because I hear so many like some people be like oh you know I'm not religious religious, I'm spiritual and I've never really seen it as something that maybe I could because Iman is that you know that Arabic term and like it kind of really described I think that's one of the things yeah. I do like about Islam, though. It gives you, like, a blueprint and a yeah. structure. Yeah, and yeah. And it talks about intentions, intentions, intentions. Yeah. I feel like intention is the spiritual side of things. I think yeah. Islamically, it's, it's difficult because when we hear the word spirituality, we start thinking of Sufism. Yeah. That's that's, that's where that's well, that's yeah. where it gets a little bit... Um, that's where it gets a little bit a little bit grey area because we hear the word spirituality and we start thinking of Sufism because we know that they're they're big they're on very, you've got people like on, Imam Ghazali yeah and all of that spiritual. they're they're proper mm-hmm. spiritual so it actually starts making you question what exactly is spirituality and I also just think like for me I think spirituality is the connection between you and Allah yeah yeah basically. that's what I think it is 
and then that's, it's the faith, but it's that the structure, the routine. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think that's what spirituality is. I yeah. think it's the connection between you, and not you. even you and Allah. It's the connection between your soul and Allah. And Allah. Mm. That's my definition of spirituality. The connect. I think is is the yeah. It's the it's the connection between your soul mm-hmm. and Allah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like. The, the 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 relationship between your soul and Allah is is completely. Yeah. I've always said that we come in three forms in it, where the body, the mind, the, the spirit, and the soul, or whatever. And when we connect with Allah, it's mm. not the flesh. That's it's not this. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It's like an interior. It's the inter. It's the deeper yeah. soul that's connecting with Allah, and I think that's that's. So basically, our body is like a vessel. Yeah, the body so is a vessel. For the soul. It is a vessel. It is a. Yeah. It, we die. The soul comes out. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Will sleep. Exactly. Yeah. It's just temporary. It's very temporary. <laughs> Um, it, it goes back to that in shot see you know I'm um, vessel to be a bit more shaped it's mad because it goes back to that video you remember that video that you posted up um, is it called stories of the grave yeah oh, and um, this is night time yeah. the brother twinkle, the brother twinkle, put up that video of of the body that he went to collect and, oh. and how it was all it was all gone yeah, I like. You see, you see that like video. Look at your yeah. face, but I, no, I actually that, really I enjoy watched that video. This. I need it in small doses because I like to. Yeah, the all I, like, could, I like all that happy hippie stuff. You know? All like, I, I can like keep saying things. is no, subhanallah. Some of that stuff like stops me from going to sleep. And really, yeah. no, no, but you know what? You know, you know what? Yeah, you see those. Yeah, those are the big. Those are the big reality checks. Because I watched that video and I cannot count. How I lost count of how many times I said Subhanallah. I was watching it, and the word Subhanallah was literally just mm. rolling off of my tongue. Like, how did that story go Subhan- again? What happened again Subhanallah. with that person? I think um, um, his family tried to get in contact with him. They didn't know where he was, and then no, he went to the basically, house. I remember it. He making me scared. He's one of them people. He's one of them people that like. He's really like in touch with his neighbours like you know yeah. you know how like you're you have that neighbour that always goes oh hi you're right oh yeah oh, do you have any sugar like them kind of neighbours yeah. yeah but I think everyone noticed that he hadn't they hadn't seen him for days yeah. and his family hadn't heard from him neither so they went into his house flies everywhere mm-hmm. he literally was like unrecognisable it's a true story yeah yeah, yeah. the brother oh. was cleaning his like, yeah. he couldn't even wash his body like you could actually you see the you had to do on him because you couldn't yeah, yeah you couldn't wash him you know the you know when you use um, the stones earth, the earth yeah, yeah to, to, to do, do your um, yeah. or your ghusl yeah. and all of that body. yeah he couldn't you know when people die they do ghusl on the body yeah, yeah. the body was that like maggots wow. everything Ugh. like you could don't you, didn't you see in the video it was you didn't like, even see yeah, maggots he, yeah, he, he, coming he out of the yeah, sheets yeah, yeah. and he, no one clocked no no one knew he was dead because he lives by himself in it so they literally like kind of shook still. Yeah, but it was the brother you know was what? even like almost vomiting in it's the video. So mad. The smell was really like, bad. I think it's just so mad how when you see these things and you think about these things, it really puts life in perspective for you, and it really makes you question what is the purpose of this life? Like we're literally here today, gone tomorrow. Like it's life is just such a fleeting thing. Like mm. it goes so it goes so quick yet so slow. It's just so. Mad. I've got a question. Go on. So you see when you're suffering from depression or some sort of mental mm. disorder? Yeah. You know how you're talking about the world being fleeting and stuff? Mm. How do you explain that to someone who's suicidal, who's already, like, wishing that on themselves, but at the same time they're scared? Do you know what? It's so interesting, yeah, because... Okay, so this is something I actually don't mind speaking about. 
when I was suicidal, I didn't like hearing anything. Because for me, it was just, shut the hell. You don't really know what it feels like. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to hear, like... And I remember, like, the people that I would speak to about it, they were very much on this, you've got so much to offer the world, and... Uh, and I'm like, no, I don't. And Allah mm-hmm. loves you, and all of this kind of stuff. And it's like, bro, I don't even want to hear that. I don't... I, I really don't want to hear... Allah loves me. As much as I know he does right now, that's not really helping me. And now that I'm actually away from that, away from that mental Mm. state, it's it's actually so mad to think, what do you actually tell someone when they're Mm. suicidal? And I feel like the answer is nothing. Mm. When people are saying that kind of stuff to you, I think often what it is is like, People don't know what to say. Yeah. Mm. People don't yeah. know what to say and they think that that's what, what they're saying is the best. Because I'm yeah. not going to lie, that's probably what I would say. Yeah. Not because I'm trying to be annoy you or anything, but that's because I genuinely feel like... That's the what, best thing what, to that's say. That's the best thing I yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. But... too shook. I'm yeah. Not gonna lie. I'd be like... What can I do? Yeah, I wouldn't it's mad because you know, that's the thing. I wouldn't what know you, what to say. What but do then you that say? Would come to yeah. my mind to think because I'm busy trying to think. Trying okay, to how, how do I them, get yeah. you out of that situation? Let me tell you all the good things and yeah. you know all the things you have to. That's basically what happens. At but then you know what? One yeah. thing I've learned, yeah, <laughs> is um. So one thing I have learned is not to talk to them about. So rather than talk, try to understand. Mm-hmm. So I've realised that when a lot of people are suicidal, all people want to do is talk to them. Yeah. And when people are feeling suicidal, they genuinely do not want you to talk to them. So it's either you're ready to listen yeah. or you don't talk at all. Um, and I feel like that's really important. So rather than just trying to, oh, like, Allah loves you and la 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 like, ask them, like, okay, what is actually wrong? Like, mm. you, what if they don't want to talk? I know I'm not going to understand. But still, like, just... And sometimes that's what a lot of people need. They just need a listening ear. Sometimes that's all it takes. Because I remember my first counselling session, and I left feeling like a new person. And this was just day one. And my counsellor didn't even say anything to me. Mm -hmm. Nothing at all. I literally just went, and I would... La, 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 and la, and yada, yada, yada. And la, 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 and blah, blah, blah. I let it all out, and, and he was just looking at me like this. Mm. All right. All right. And he, he didn't say anything to me. He even asked me, do you want me to say? No, just let me talk. And I left, and I felt, raw. I really, 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 really just needed that. I just needed the listening air. Mm. Sometimes that, and that's something that I've tried to do as well. Like, when people come to me with their issues and all of that, before I used to be quick to try and find solutions, like, yeah. oh, okay, maybe we can... And I've learned that, no, 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 no. Sometimes the solution is just in listening. Because while you're allowing that person to speak to you, they're kind of hearing themselves. And while they're hearing themselves, they kind of find a solution within themselves. You get it? But sometimes all we need is just a listening air. I think my advice for that would be, because I personally know someone that's been suicidal. Yeah, I know a few. Yeah, Mm, and I just feel like you kind of need to analyse the situation first. Mm. You need to see, okay, is this person feeling this way right now but i can see okay cool they're feeling quite hopeless and whatever but i can see that okay there is saving them from this situation there's a possibility i can actually divert them from this situation or are they in a completely psychotic way Mm. and they need professional help now Mm. like do you know what i mean because for an example like my brother has mental health and my friend has mental health as well and they've both been suicidal 
Whereas my friend, her that situation with her is she she has anxiety. And when that overtakes her, sometimes she gets that like, suicidal thoughts. And I feel like because I know her so well, how I deal with that situation is I just have a conversation with her. Mm. I just check on her. Do you know what I mean? And I check for her properly. Not the You're occasional right. text here and there. Mm. No, no, no. I see her. I chill with her. Mm. I communicate with her. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And she... All of her anxiety stems from loneliness and mm. feeling like loneliness her family is a big one. Yeah, because the UK is an aging population as well. Yeah, it is, and it's like her stem her stems from loneliness and like abandonment from her family because mm. she doesn't really have that motherly love. She's not in contact with her mom. She's not in contact with her dad. She has no family. Her family is my family, mm. literally. Mm. Her family is my family. So it's like she feels very lonely. She's not in a relationship. She's not Muslim, so she's not in a relationship. Anything. She feels very, very lonely. Mm. Mm. So just imagine that. You know, you yeah, don't even have anything to, to fall back on because with us, we have Islam that we can fall back on. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Like with me, when I fall down. I could, or even when I feel angry, I could listen to the Quran and it will, you know, but she don't have that, yeah. you know, she has me, do you get what I'm saying? So I kind of sometimes make her realise that she has more to life to live. Mm. And sometimes that's just through a simple com- conversation. Whereas mm. my brother, he actually is diagnosed with psychosis, schizophrenia, mm. and oh he is on medication and it's, his is bad. Like it is really, really bad to the point where if you see him on Brixton, he actually looks like a madman. You would not think that's my brother. No like, way. Yeah, his is really, really bad. Proper schizophrenia on a whole nother level. A whole, whole nother level. And he has a learning disability on top of it as well. So he doesn't even understand his mental health. Mm. Yeah. So someone with like that, if he has an episode, I remember there's a time he literally just went off the chain, yeah. And obviously he's not Muslim, he's Christian. So one day he just came and he was just saying, Jesus, 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 save me. Save, literally to the point where he actually went outside and he called the police and said, I'm going to jump over the balcony. <gasps> Literally. So that's when we were like, emergency services. There's no talking. There's, there's no, no, yeah, yeah, Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, emergency yeah. services. So I feel like you need to analyse the, the situation. situation. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Mm. Because it's it's serious because... It's about saving someone's life here. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's literally, it's literally life or death. Yeah, it's literally. It's almost like buying time. Yeah. Literally. Like, did you not remember about the um that time? I think it was like a year ago, two years ago, about the guy in um that went to Hajj and he jumped over. <gasps> oh yeah. Yeah, and he killed himself yes. by the camera. Yeah. Oh, I think I remember. I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Do you know what? Let me not lie. Yet, I was one of them people when I first saw it. I was like, Subhanallah. It might not even have been a Muslim. It could mm, be mm. someone that was pretending yeah, to be was a Muslim. So I was like, what the hell? And then after a while, I kind of realised, wait, he, we don't know his situation. We don't know his situation. And you need to deep it for you to even think of doing that by the cabbage. By the cabbage. You need to deep. He must have been he in some ran. stuff, man. Apparently he ran and just went boop, over. Literally just flung himself he over. He must have been in some in some yeah. stuff. He, he might he have even have been... been insane at that moment yeah, yeah and people are like oh don't he know that if he kills himself Allah's gonna make him repeat that same thing again and again and again and again and again until Yom Kiyama, all that kind of stuff, stuff. Like that, and the thing is you never know what that last you never know was. exactly yeah, they could, the pen could have been lifted it. for him yeah. you never know you but know they could have also been like regretting it just as, and like asking for Allah's forgiveness just as I mean, as soon as yeah yeah do you know i feel like that's different because with that you're not insane you know what right. you're doing. You know what you're doing. Yeah, your consciousness True. is still there. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm more leaning towards the, he wanted to do it, 
he was in out of his state of mind yeah, yeah, yeah. and mm. he just didn't know what he was mm. doing at the time mm. and the pen's been lifted for him. That's the excuse that I want to give him. Sometimes a conversation you know I mean? can go a long way, you know, because one time there was this one person, it was a normal day for me and I was waiting for the train in it and this per- this lady just looked off and I was like, are you all right? Because she looked like she was lost so I thought maybe mm. she's not from around here. Mm. So yeah, I'm okay and we just started busting normal convo, this, this and that. And I was already late in it. So for me, when I'm late, I'm late. I don't care. <laughs> you heard that, guys. I'm like that, you know. Late. In no. London, not in Ipswich. No, but it's like that, man. If you're no, late, what's the, the point? You stress yourself. Late, the underground, if I'm stuck in a tunnel, I'm stuck in a tunnel. Straight. Straight. About it. Straight. So we're just talking, talking, talking. But something, I just felt like something was off. You know that feeling where you don't know if it's good mm. or bad, but it feels off. And then after a while, she's like, she just looked like, I thought she was homeless to begin with, but she seemed like a normal person. She's had a normal job or whatever. And then it turned out, she's like, before you came up to me, I was waiting for the train to, to you know, it flashes um, to jump. train approaching. Yeah. She was waiting for that moment. She was going to jump on the tracks. No. And, I just thought, and for me, I just thought she was homeless or something. Because like, sometimes I come up to her like, do you want a coffee or something? I just came up to her thinking she was lost or she needed directions or she was homeless. Because she just came across like that. And I didn't realise she was actually planning to jump onto the tracks. Oh my gosh, what made you... Like, so notice that. Like, I don't know. Do you know when you have that gut feeling? Yeah. Like, you just... Because I thought she was lost. Like, oh, I genuinely thought she was... Yeah, you know yeah, those yeah. people that look so, like, oh, my God, am I going the right Channel way? Lot. And it's the underground, yeah. isn't it? So, like, there's trains on different directions. So I just came up to her, are you all right? Because I do that quite often anyway. Mm. So I just... Good for me, it's a normal thing. Like, well, you know. Cause cause I, don't, if it, I was I, shocked. I'd, I felt numb for, like, the whole time at work. I felt like, bruh. She didn't look... She looked normal. Like, she just mm. looked like she was lost or she was looking for something. It even goes to show sometimes other people's mental health can affect you as well because you said it yourself. Look how it made you feel at work. Mm. I was numb. Like I just did. I just felt like raw. She was literally waiting because you know the Victoria line. It comes yeah. every sixty seconds. But yeah. that day, for some reason, it was taking longer. The Victoria mm-hmm. people that use the Victoria line, you know how good that service is. But that everything day, specific, specific, yeah, everything happened. That day specifically on the thing, it said held. So it was being Amazing. held at another station. Wow, subhanAllah. And she was just waiting for it to go. You know when it goes from one minute and then it goes blank and it says stand back. Yeah, 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 yeah. She told me she was waiting for that flash. She told you? She was telling me I was waiting for that and I was going to do it. And you came up to me. Because I asked her, are you alright? Oh, are you lost or something? I was shook. The whole day I so was shook. Did she get on the train with you after? Yeah, we were on the, we were, we were on the oh, train okay, okay. and we were just talking, talking, talking. And then towards the end, we were going opposite directions. And I was like, are you alright? Yeah, have a nice day kind of thing. And then she literally pulled me close. She was telling me, like, you know, before you came up to me, I was waiting for that thing to turn into the stand back train approaching sign. Oh I was that's shook. Mad. That's oh another thing that's like, goodness. I hope she's like, right. wherever mad. you are. Me shook. I was mad. shook. I was about maybe 18. I would have down crying. That's mad. I'm not gonna lie. I was numb. Oh my gosh, you were 18. Yeah, I was. Um, I just finished my A levels. I was, I was going towards um, Waterloo. So I was taking the Victoria you know to Oxford Circus. Kindness yeah. goes a long way. You know what? Hearing that has made me think, you know what? If that's I ever now. see anyone looking distressed, I'm asking them, are you okay? Honestly, guys, that's my biggest advice. Because in London, London, no one really never know. know. You really never know There's what someone's going through, you know? And one you thing, never I think know also what someone's going through. Me. Like, you know, yeah. in a small town, people yeah. actually do. Like, smaller towns, they tend to come up to you. I've noticed that. You're right, they love you. Yes. Even if they don't know you, they do that. And since I've come back to London, I'm more conscious of it like i'll see people like are you all right people in london just don't care yeah, they just, they just mind their yeah. business. Like, like there was a time i moved to birmingham yeah and i used to live in like the outskirts of birmingham, birmingham. so yeah like so, dudley kind of areas mm. like the outskirts so i got in a cab yeah you know when you just want to sit in a cab yeah and you just want to just look outside the window and just get to it the cab driver <laughs> was doing up chatty patty oh, wow. i was like uh-uh. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, By I'm the way, I love, I love, I love, I love cab drivers that talk. I feel like yeah. it's so rude in yeah. London when everyone tweets about it. Like, oh, don't talk. I don't know. I don't feel like a lot of cab drivers in London are like that. No, this, I, this guy came out. He opened the door for me. Everything. No, I like them, man. They're just doing and their jobs. That was the cab driver they, I had there, the and the cab driver I had back. Where you're from? Oh, Aisha, Nigeria, Somalia. No, like I'm tired. I just say I want to get on my journey. Oh no, man. Yeah, they get five stars and they keep quiet. I've had, some, I've had some very interesting conversations yeah. with cab drivers. I had someone give me a reality check. Yeah, I've had some very... Did in- you know what? Some of them do some reality some checks. Some, no, I've had I some very one interesting guy, ones. Like, he literally just told me about his mental health problems. Literally, he was like telling me about how he was doing depression, PTSD, everything. Yeah, it's mad. And it was like, it was interesting in the sense, because, you know, you, I was looking at him and I was thinking, I would not have guessed he'd gone through all of this stuff. But at the same time, it wasn't even 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> but then you know what you said about you wouldn't know how how he would have went through that all of that kind of stuff is interesting because all of these mental disorders they don't have a look no it's true yeah, do you know what i mean like, like they, they don't look like anything it's so mad because even even till this very day when i speak to like some of my friends about it they'll be like Khadija, i would have never thought yeah i would have never it's because never thought there's gonna be a lot of people that listen to this whether they're my friends or not they're gonna be shocked yeah uh, the people are like i would have yeah. never i would I would have never people. thought. I would you have know never what? Thought. I, I'm I sorry, don't even guys. know you that well, Amina, and I would have never expected that. Among the ne- yeah, I didn't even know the depression thing. I'm talking about it like it's a phase in my life. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, because yeah. I think that's because I'm not because I've been following. See, I'm just a mixed bag. I, I wouldn't even know. <laughs> it's only recently that I'm acknowledging like, okay, I've got unhealthy habits. Yeah, yeah. This, this, and that. It's the only bit that I did recognize. I think, with physical. that being said, I think I I would have. I think I think it is something that I've clocked on. I, I would have I'm, thought. I'm not surprised. I would have, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because one thing I have learned is it's always the bubbliest, the blub bubbliest. It's always the bubbliest people mm. that have the deepest sort of secrets. She's so, basically trying to say you have issues, babe. No, I'm not saying you have issues, she but, but I'm not. I'm not. But I'm not surprised because a lot of the time banter because I know banter no, and laughing is my coping mechanism you know what I mean you know what I mean and if I don't tell you it you would just think I'm being bubbly and laughing and yeah. all of this kind of stuff but you wouldn't know that it's because yo there's a lot of stuff that I'm hiding and, so and I would have I, now that you now that, me, I'm, I'm, I'm just not, surprised I'm, I, don't get, alone. I don't get surprised by anyone these days they're telling me that they've got problems yeah. with their mental health because I yeah. feel like like especially because like when I think about I think because I definitely, I will admit, I was probably one of those people up until a few years ago that did think like, oh, well, if you've got, you know, like supportive family, mm. you know, roof over your head, that kind of thing. Doesn't like, what is, like, what, why are you, like, because yeah. not that I was, I was trying to minimise people's um, experiences, but like, I genuinely was trying to figure out like, why is it that you're feeling this way? And then, you know, I had someone close that had experienced mental health issues, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when I realised, okay, fine. It doesn't matter that you look like this Actually, on paper. Mm. And you, there is something going on in your head and you can't control it. Mm. And then going through... Yeah. Stop it's almost I'm embarrassing as well. Like, that's, <laughs> I think that's one thing that stopped me from like opening up. It just felt like I'm achieving X, Y, Z. Mm. I'm doing this. and Everyone can see that. And it's like, how do I then tell that person, like, actually... I'm messed up in the head. You'll because, be surprised who has mental health, Because they'll look at you like, what do you have to complain about? Look what you're mm. doing for your age. That's what I had in my head, like, the whole of last year. It was just like, but you're doing this and you're doing that. 
how can you tell it's me also, it's, it's knowledge it's though it's seen as well yeah. I'm, 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 it's like how do you explain like, that to someone that's yeah, it's, always it's, relying on you it's knowledge like do you know that. what I mean it's like a lack of knowledge because I used to work with people with mental health mm. so I came across all types of people with mental health like I remember there was a lady that I met yet the woman had PhD everything mm. If you see her arms, the deepest of the deepest of the... Like, she was talking to me about different ways of how to kill yourself. Mm. Wow. Using ink, lead, you know, lead from pencils, burning it, melting it, turning it, all of this stuff. The woman is so intense. She's got degrees upon degrees upon degrees. She used to be a teacher. It's just so like... Do you know what I mean? And she doesn't even think she has mental health problems. She's like, well, oh. they say I've got this, they say I've got that, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, she don't even think she yeah. has mental All that what? intelligence. We're not even laughing at her, we're just laughing at that thought. Yeah, like, she, wow. went, she, know, she said to me think, once... But, okay, continue. Oh, sorry. Do you know what she said to me once? She literally was like, oh, um, like, I'll watch something on TV and see something tra- tra- tragic, like, oh, someone's chopped up a baby and thrown it in the bush, and my daughter will be crying, and I'll be there like, oh, I'd love to see that. No, she, she has some <laughs> deep seated That's what she said. Oh. Deep-rooted issues. But, yeah, yeah. She, she's, she's definitely got, got something. Yeah, like, but, got something. She, she but the thing is, know. the woman is really talented, and she's really intelligent, and it's like... How, where did it, when, where do you draw the line? Insane, you know? How did this happen? But I guess the thing is, it is hard for some people to accept and to acknowledge. Like, yeah. like it just all goes back to us saying like how everyone's um, it looks different on everyone. Yeah. So you just like totally. you just. Do you know what the yeah. advice I was given when I was working there? Yeah. Because it's like because obviously we would have people that would have hallucinations because I was working in supported accommodation oh, in it. So some people would hallucinate and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And they were literally like, one thing you just don't do is say it's not true. Mm. Mm. Just mm. be like, okay, what was it like? All that mm. kind of stuff, you know, these oh, things wow. you need to take note of. Yeah, yeah. Even, do you know what? Even the system fails people, you know. You know what? Working in that oh, job, the guys, the system mm. fails these people. And it gets me so mad how they fail these people. Because there was one guy that was in there. This guy was so unwell to the point where he'll be having a conversation with you. And he'll be looking around you to the point where I'm shook, you know. So I'm thinking, God, what is around me? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, the guy is that ill. He's been discharged from mental health services. They're saying he hasn't got mental health. This guy, I'm telling you, he's flicking his eye. Like, he's talking to you. Then he'll go, like, start flicking his eyes. You're telling me this person hasn't got mental that's health. That's so mad, you know? Because you remember my neighbour that I told you he's moved? Yeah. That's exactly him. like him. I remember one day when we had a little problem with him. And he he literally did the thing that he said he did not do, you know? He did it. We saw him do it. He said, Do you know what he turned around and said? It weren't me. It weren't me. It was my brother Lucifer. It weren't me. It Lucifer, weren't me. He believed. But the thing was, him. He he actually believed that, like, bro, he believed, like, guys, there's a difference between, you know, there's a difference between right someone now. lying and someone, like, being a compulsive yeah. lie, like, him believing that. Yeah. He genuinely, he goes, look me, I was sitting in my house. What jacket did you see me wearing? I wasn't wearing no jacket. No, but you know it weren't me. It weren't me. How can we say he's a lie? Because he probably... Feels like he didn't do it. He didn't do it. So he's probably not even lying. Probably he doesn't. So you know, Islamically Islamically speaking, you know how some Muslims they dismiss mental health Mm. um, issues and disorders Mm. um, by saying, "Oh, you probably need um, rukia and all that kind of stuff." Yeah, yeah. How do you you differentiate between the two? Because um, if you're, what's it called, schizophrenia? Yeah. yeah. How do you know if that's the actual thing? that mm. you're diagnosed with or if you're or just possessed. possessed with gin. I think there's symptoms when it comes to gin possession but I don't really know that much about gin oh, possession because okay. it's kind of like a little bit of a stay away topic for me because that's something that you get shook by 
Oh, do you know what? I don't even know if I want to say I get shook by it, but it's just not something I'm comfortable looking yeah, into same. like that. Do you get what I'm saying? I think, I think, <sighs> the Muslim community, like, it's very, but you, I think it's, but, an interesting but you, one. you need to go to someone that does Rukia, mm. and they, that does it properly. properly, they're not scammers or anything, not scammers or anything. and they will be properly. able to tell you, okay, whether it's gin or mm. whether it's, um, mental health. Yeah. They'll be able to differentiate between the two around. Anyways, <laughs> Um, so yeah, like, obviously there's a lot of Muslims that struggle with their mental health and their deen and that. So what advice would you give to someone who's experiencing those symptoms? Because as you all know, like, I was, you know, I had all these symptoms but I just carried on. And I don't think that was the healthiest way to do things. But to anyone who's listening, like, what advice would you give them if they start noticing certain things? Talk to them and talk to them properly. Check for your people and check for them properly. Not these little small com- small talk conversations here and there. Actually spend time with people and actually be like, you know what? How have you been? Mm-hmm. Like, really, how have you been? Do you know what I mean? What you been up to, etc. Like, has anything been keeping you up at night? Have you been sleeping? Mm-hmm. Like, just even little conversations. Because you never know. You could literally just go from a conversation of, oh, how's your day been? Oh, my day's been all right. da 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 and then you could be like, oh, yeah, this happened to me at work or whatever. And that could trigger me to actually open up to you about something and be like, you know what? A lot of this is happening to me at work and it's really getting me low. Do you mm, get what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything can trigger anything. And sometimes you won't get the answer or s- resolve this re- um, solution that same day. Sometimes it takes days, weeks, months. Do you mm. get what I'm saying? It takes time. So you need to have patience with that person as well. So my advice is just, you know check for your people properly and ask questions yeah. and don't make it a situation where you feel, okay, cool, it's too late now for me to check on this person because some, for some people, unfortunately, yeah, it gets to that fear, stage. Do you I know think, what I mean? I think also it's important to take their lead because I'm the type of person that, like, if you told me there's something wrong, I want to know how to fix it. I want to yeah, give, give you yeah, advice yeah, on how to be. fix it. But the, in some cases, that's just not the right way. Like, I've got mm. to listen to that person and see how it helps how how they want to be helped and what's the best way for them and um recognizing that what might work for one person is not going to work for somebody else so yeah cool that's me i think my answer is not necessarily directed towards the sec the second person it's not directed towards the person that's helping it's more directed to the person that needs help mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um that's good i think for me is you have to be real with yourself mm-hmm. and i think reflection is so key i am so big on reflection reflect reflect reflect, reflect. <laughs> and as cliche as this may sound yeah and i'm only saying this because i fully believe this with my heart my soul my spirit and my body and my mind and everything that allah has given me yeah allah will never i repeat never give you more than your soul can bear and i know that sounds so cliche and it's probably one of the worst things to tell someone that's really going through it but trust (laughs) trust me yeah allah will never ever 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 give you more than your soul can bear and i feel like for me that was the starting point just understanding that allah has given me whatever he's given me but he's only giving it to me because he knows that I would be able to get through it. If he didn't think that I would be able to get through it, 
he would never give it to me. Allah never burdens us more than what we can bear. He never gives us more than what we can, more than what we can handle. And I think most importantly is just be real with yourself. And there's, there's nothing, uh, what's the word? Seeking help doesn't make you weak. Um, admitting that you need help also doesn't make you weak. It doesn't take away from your character and it doesn't take away from your strength and it doesn't take away, and it doesn't make you vulnerable as well. I think it's the best thing that you can do. So if you feel like you need help, the world is big, go out there and seek it. And it doesn't always, if you don't want to start off professionally, it doesn't need to be professional. Turn to your nearby and tell them hello. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you've got someone that you know you can you can talk to, um, give them give them a message or whatever it is. I'm, I'm a very open book. If you want to message me, um, please feel free to, to message Sorry, guys, these that are so disrespectful, they're whispering. Yes, I'm snitching on them. Nah. It's Asher and Anina. Yes, them not too. Not me. Yeah, not my baby and I. But yeah. Um... Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm baby today, not big mummy. Shut up, big mummy. Oh, Anyways, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, um, DMs are open if anyone wants to talk and mm-hmm. whatnot. But yeah, that's 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 my that's my take on, on what you should what you should do, to be honest. Seek help. I think from someone who's realized what the hell she's actually been going through the past year um if you ever feel like you're just stuck and you don't you're not necessarily at the stage where you want to open up to someone yet you know those physical signs like not being able to get up and stuff like that i know this sounds really crazy but actually force yourself Mm. like i felt like when i wasn't moving it got worse Mm. like even if you feel like you're stuck in your bed force yourself i would literally when the adhan was coming on i'd be like this with my leg i'll lift my leg one up the next one up on the edge of the bed. It was literally like a mental battle, wasn't it? I would it? talk it's to mad. myself, Amina, get up. Amina, you're <laughs> leaving the door. Yeah, Amina, yeah. you're outside the bathroom <laughs> door. You're going to step in with your left foot. That's you're going to so wash mad. your hands. You're going to brush your teeth. Mm. Now you'll do your wudu. Every time you wash your hands, the sin's being wiped off. I would talk to myself mm. like that. And that probably helped me a lot more, like, as I built as a routine. Like, honestly, the worst thing you can do to yourself is break that. It's not have a routine. So, like, to all those functioning people that are still going through these symptoms, like, I've just discovered I was going through it, just literally talking to yourself through it. You might look a bit crazy in your head, but just that step-by-step process, like, it made much more of a difference than... I enjoy talking see, to myself. Yeah, like, seeing just the same. Same. I talk to myself all the time. All the time. Sorry, Because oh, I work yeah. doing it. <laughs> but sometimes it's like, <laughs> it's so... My, my cousin heard me in the bathroom once. She yeah. was like, actually, who are you talking oh, to? I was, I was like, to myself. Because yeah. sometimes, like, you have to talk gin. Because for me, like, I was very, like... <laughs> I just felt like I couldn't talk to anyone about it because people would I just felt like people wouldn't mm, believe me because yeah, yeah, yeah. of the way I am. So for me, I literally had to, like, talk myself through, like, okay... So this is what I need to do. I know I have to be at work. So what do I need to do to get to that place? Mm. How do I get from A to B? Mm. And it's so hard. And then once, if you still feel like it's getting worse, that's mm. when you go to the next stage. Okay, right, I need to tell someone. Mm. I need to open up. And then depending on what happens, then go professionally. But for those people that do feel those periods of sadness and you don't quite know what it is, literally force talk to yourself every step of the way and just keep moving. Sometimes I just get up and I just shake shake about and i sit back down oh yeah just to add on to the talking to yourself thing so one thing that i've actually learned to do is when i talk to myself i question myself so one thing i've actually learned to do is i allow myself to feel whatever it is that i'm feeling Mm, embrace um i i they're they're very valid and how i see it is their visitors they come to say bloody um what's the word um accommodate them 
Mm-hmm. Give them tea, whatever it is, and then you let them go. Yeah. Because yeah, you're allowed to do not, that. That's why this is after the gin talk. Oh, that's yeah. exactly that's exactly how I see them. So whenever if you if you do get that like ah, my phone, so if you do get that what's it called? If you do get that wave of sadness, I think it's very important to question where it's coming from. Because when you question where it's coming from, if it comes next time, you know how to deal with it. Because mm. a lot of the time, the sadness that we feel, we can easily deal with them and prevent it from staying longer the next time it you comes. You also need to acknowledge it. Acknowledge like, it, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. you know what? Sometimes, okay, I'm sad. Like, I'm actually sad. Like, mm-hmm. you have to actually be present. Or, like, I'm happy. Or I'm mm-hmm. angry. Mm-hmm. Or I'm upset. Mm-hmm. Or I'm confused. Like, you're allowed to acknowledge that. That's what's going through in your head. You might not like the feeling of it, but you mm. need to know that it's there so you can talk to yourself and be like, okay, what do I do now? Mm. And just that moment of acknowledging it is the first step of feeling a little bit more unstuck than when you were a few mm. seconds ago. True. Like, it's, it's so mad. Like, I, you don't realise it's happening to you. Mm. I, I just, personally for me, like, honestly, do what you got to do, but acknowledging it is the first step. And just build a routine for yourself. Gym and therapy, that combo... Mm. Chef's kiss, mm. love it. Yes. Mm. Love it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, when you do that. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a very good the combination. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's very important to find an outlet as well. One sports. Yeah, mine's mine's was um mine's was writing. Mine's was writing. Yeah. Who said that? Mine. Yeah, mine mine's is writing. Um, bloody hell. See, mine isn't writing. Mine's talking to my best friend. No, nah, mine's is writing. Mine's the gym. I bro. have to offload the uh, what? The gym. I thought you oh, said gym. gym. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you know when guys talk about I need to burn gym. I'm a bit. I feel a bit. I used to bear be like, oh, you lot are just trying I to act was gym. Now when yeah. I realise, yeah, that that treadmill might, might just might be burning, but I just forgot that. I don't feel gym like helps, no, but, but writing scientifically, like nah, like writing for writing me, well, writing yeah. is. Uh, I feel like uh, it makes that. Flow you know what? It makes right, sense. Yeah. I just see it as Allah gave me everything Literally. He gave me, and then He gave me writing yeah. because yeah. He knew it was the only I thing that was gonna get me through through all of that kind of stuff because role sometimes i write and i'm like damn did you and sometimes just do normal thing with your friend if someone's going through something like that just do normal activities around them sometimes you have to balance between acknowledging that they're going through this and not tiptoeing over them because then it makes them even more More, yeah 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 you have to find that balance where still be yourself around them but also be sensitive to the fact that they're going through it right now sometimes they need that they need that normality Mm. going through like a tough period like yeah. just making sure that i have things to do that my mind can focus elsewhere yeah and also having something to look forward to yeah but, but you know what i found that that doesn't necessarily help for me it numbs it for I'm, I'm talking i think i'm not talking about like serious actual like mental disorder i'm just i'm talking like oh low the, 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 yeah, the, yeah 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 just because you know everyone's gonna have and yeah Pardon? I feel I like I feel like people. we all need love. Yeah. We were we were born to give love, and we were definitely born Embrace to receive love. Man. Yeah, love is such a strong and powerful thing. Um, I'm so big on love. Surrounding yourself yeah. with love, giving love. I'm I am so so big on love. Like, There's an abundance of yeah, love. man. Like, Don't be afraid. Of even it. when you think about the love that um that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has for us, it completely mm-hmm. blows my mind. Like sometimes I sit and I talk to Allah. Yeah, I'll bust like, combo with me. Like, I'll be like, walking yeah, and I'll see like something funny and I'll be like, ha ha, Allah, no, you saw God already knows. He probably yeah. told you to say that. Literally, like, no, I, like, so I, nah, I talk, I, I speak to Allah like he's yeah. my best friend. Like, I, and it's mad because when I'm speaking to him, I know he can hear me. And he put that thought into me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know he's listening to me. Have you not ever, like, even done Sujudia and you're, and like, you're praying to Hajud or something and you're doing Rukhu? 
no, so George, and you're there for time, yeah, and, and you get up, broken. yeah, and, and you just and feel... you know, Ooh. you know, Allah heard every goddamn word that yep. came out yep. of your mouth, your heart, and your mind. But that was me, this one, yeah. I, hey, listen, man, when I talk to Allah, it's like, I'm, it feels like a normal combo. Like, no, nah, I can't like... lie, that's yeah. That's my guy, man. Like, I can't deal with you. Oh, nah, he's comfortable. It's actually nice sometimes. It's bringing joy into being a Muslim. Yeah, come on, man. Like, it's crazy. I'll see a leaf dropping. Would you say there's a joy to being a Muslim? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it just makes it more joyful. Like, we have a responsive Lord. We have a responsive Rabbi. I mean, like, a lot... You know, we don't have to go through if you if you walk, you know, we don't have to be. We ain't going through no one. We got a direct line straight to Allah. We ain't passing through. Yeah, my no, my guy's not gonna leave mm-hmm. no more small like that. Trust part. me, we ain't passing through no, no cap. cap. No He's cap. He's gonna attack halfway through and change his mind. Like mm-hmm. it's mad, Subhanallah, man. But I think I think it's I think it's very important that we acknowledge the love yeah. that Allah Allah has for us. Allah loves us more than our moms love us and you can't even comprehend the love mm-hmm. that a mother mm-hmm. will give her child do you know yeah, what I mean certainly. Um, and I think for me the one that always gets to me is when Allah says um, if you one of you should know come on man if you walk to me I'm going to run yeah, to just, you yeah if you, if you walk to me we'll run, run to you, to if you run, yeah if you run I'm is that gonna, a next step like yeah if you call to me I'm going to yeah, yeah that one and, and the one this is what we're going to end it on guys and I need you to listen properly yeah because I know some of you are probably feeling low and you're probably feeling down because you feel like you've sinned so much and you feel like Allah would never forgive you and you're feeling worthless and all of that give a gather kappa that shaitan is telling you. Guys, please listen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you come to him with a ocean full of sins, he will forgive you. Never, ever forget that. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I'm out. Chase! Yay, I'm <laughs> 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 no, I'm